This episode of Chat Grab on Cheap Hops is brought to you by zenpop.jp. Use the link in our description for $5 off your next order by using the code GRAPPLE. Welcome everyone to a very special first episode of 2022 of Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops podcast. I am Chris Dredd. I'm here with my main man, Jay to the B. How are you doing, bro? Oh man, happy new year to you. Happy new year to everyone that's listening, watching, subscribing, like right, right, get on our social media. You know, we hope everyone's had a wonderful new year, Christmas, the holiday festive period. But now you've run out of turkey, you've run out of all your extra meats or whatever you've been eating over Christmas. You've got the holiday blues, you're home from your holidays, you're, you're back at work, possibly. What more could you ask for than for two? motherfuckers like us to come and rant and rave about some bullshit you don't really care about that much <laughs> and here we are yeah. we are fucking ready for it as well yeah what a what a festive period it's been um there's a lot to get through and we're not covering a show we're not like doing anything like that this week we are just shooting the shit we're we're, sh- we're shooting the shit and we had a discussion, but basically, you know, we were going to come back in the new year with a, a review. Um, we've got the Revolution Pro uh, show that still needs to, the, our review of that with the um, UK Jacob that still needs to go out, which will be coming following this one uh, soon after. But, we, you know, yeah, it will. Trust me. No, it's going to, man. It's fucking, it's going out. Anything but, else, something else could happen and we could... Uh... You never know, man. In this game, things just pop up. But, we, yeah. you know, we've had a chat over the festive period, like I say, because, you know, we, we we chat and whatnot and fucking... We've just seen so much fuckery, um, as you would say, um, in, the, in the wrestling world. It's fucking... It, it's coming from, it, you know... The best, the best and the worst. Of, oh, bro, it's like a fucking orgy. It's coming from all angles at the moment. Um so you know we I do have one question before we it. get to it your christmas dinner yeah were you parsnips buttered they do you know what my parsnips were well buttered mate and um you know we don't have turkey in this house we don't we don't do turkey at christmas bruv we don't do turkey we ain't we we ain't no that's, jive turkeys that's, um, that's that's all that's all you know that's up to you you don't have turkey i'm gonna i'm gonna have to question it and say what do you have instead duck bro we have duck in this house or we have a nice goose or something you know what i mean what are you doing <laughs> he's just stepped out of a fucking dickens novel and said bro, i have goose that, it, it, that's what you got to have bro the original festive bird that would usually get a good stuffing at christmas you know christmas is coming the geese are getting fat please to put a penny in the old man's hat that's what it was it was always the geese bro uh, something very, very vulgar about you talking about stuffing a bird. 
bro. It's not only birds that get stuffed at Christmas, you know. <laughs> We're LGBTQ plus friendly. So oh, it's absolutely. Just, it's not just birds that are getting Anyone stuffed. Anyone can get stuffed at Christmas. Anyone can get stuffed the good stuff in at Christmas. Heck, heck, we got a bit fucking homoerotic with Bishop and uh, the one just in time um, when oh, they're what fun, what fun trip that was! That Three was hours of mayhem. Laugh a minute, and yeah. what with Bishop necking those, uh, you know, those peanuts seductively. You know, he got us all going. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Bishop and Justin for that. Uh, you know, that was a that was immense, wasn't it? That was brought that out round about Christmas time. Got us back into the charts. Yes, the Apple Podcast chart. So thank you to everyone that's listened, whatever. That's right. you know, jumped in, chatted, said something. You know, or even just put us, gave us, you know, a little check mark on the counter for hitting the download. You know, that's so cool. We, you know, we we love it, and we love you for doing that. We love it, bro. We love it. Each and every one of you out there, Dankeschön, Messi Baku. Thanks very much. Nice one. Arigato. Arigato. <laughs> um, as we jump into you know anything, it it is as of this date. It is January the fifth. We are in the evening, so we have also managed to get through. I have. I managed to get through two days of Wrestle Kingdom. I'm watching it at work tomorrow, bruv. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna get um, on it tomorrow. I will say a couple of things about it if we get the chance. Go for it. But man, Okada's good, isn't he? Oh, he's fucking Okada, bro. Um, yeah, Okada's excellent. He's had he's had two incredible nights of Wrestle Kingdom or days or however you look at it. But there are a couple of things I'm I've seen and I'm not too you know, thrilled about it. I don't see the hype in certain people that has been shouting and screamed about online for over two years. Um, Jeff Cobb is one of them. I mean... The man was being carried uh, in that match this, this afternoon, this morning. Um, and yeah, it's... I don't see it. Each to their own, my friend. Cool. It is, you know, it's one of them things where there's there's a there's a few cats in the wrestling business that sometimes that everyone fucking wanks and raves about, and I just, <laughs> you know, I I just I don't see it. You know, it don't, they just don't do it for me, and it's I don't know what it is about them. I don't know whether it's the kind of oh everyone likes them, so let's say we like them. It's you know, I, I, I felt I felt bad for Tetsuya Naito for having to carry him in that. Because it looked like it was hard work. I mean, it, obviously, it, it, obviously, a night working in Japan is hard work anyway. But um, also, shouts to Tanahashi and Kenta for that ridiculous no DQ US title match, US Championship match. Like, what the fuck? I mean, that who, ladder, that ladder bump. I just, it was like that for me. My head was in my hands because Kenta took a really messy bump off of the ladder. Um, two dons, two on dons the of side, the game. The, table, the tables broke. Yeah, so two dons of the game. The tables actually broke. I mean, I'm not sure if that's a uh, a little like sloppy Japanese manufacturing there. You know, the tables <laughs> are not supposed to break. Yes, yeah, right. Who was the table then? You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, uh, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. What what a fun. What a fun couple of days that was for us, anyway. For mornings, anyway, like so good. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll do it. 
we'll, we'll hop on hop on our you know our zephyr and uh, <laughs> shoot across to Japan. I, I mean, it, it's happening for me one day. It's happening for me one day. I am for sure going to Japan at some point. Um, it is the bucket list thing for me. Oh. Uh, my son is obsessed with Japanese culture. I love Japanese culture. I need to go there um, to buy a shitload of wrestling merchandise as well and bring it back. I'm taking no clothes with me. Tying, tying into Japanese things and Japanese culture, Japanese wrestling, you know, I'm going to ask our listeners quickly, do you love Japanese stuff? Do you love the sweets? Do you love the noodles? Do you love the stationery? Because if you do, we have the uh, we have the little discount just for you. That's right. We have zenpop.jp. Um, click the link in our description and use the promo code. Grapple. Grapple, baby. Use that. How much do they get off, bro? They get not one, not, not two, two, not three, not, not three. four, but five. Five times. Five dollars. Five dollars. order. Come on. Yes, bro. Uh, thank um, you to those who have used the code and bought some stuff. Yes. Um, and we will be running a special Zenpop giveaway. Correct. Which is something that Zenpop have offered out to you wonderful people. So That's correct. They got they got hold of us and uh, we're just waiting on uh, a couple of things to come through from myself and Jordan from the, the land of the rising sun. Um, they're taking a little bit longer because of Christmas and New Year and all this fucking bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. But we're waiting for a couple of things from the wonderful people at zenpop.jp. Um, I believe they are ramen boxes and we will be doing a fantastic giveaway thanks to our lovely friends at zenpop.jp. And more info will be coming about that uh, 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 very soon. So, yeah, thank you to Zenpop2 for allowing us to do this giveaway. There'll also be a little something special in the giveaway as well. I've managed to find something I can chuck in to go with it. So, yeah. Fucking why not, bro? Surprise, yeah. Let's Man, have, see, I've got I've got so many. I mean, we, we've got bits that we can chuck in, you know, for our giveaway. We'll, you know, who, who wouldn't want, you know, a fucking, I don't know, a WCW, NWO, um, couple of packs, unopened packs of stickers. Who wouldn't want them? I mean, these are like rocking horse shit to get hold of at the moment. You know, these are just absolutely fantastic from not Panani. I was going to say Panani. Panini. Panini, yeah. (laughs) Everyone loves a good Panini as well. Everyone loves a good Panini. So, you know, we've got stuff that that we can can chuck in as well for the giveaway. You know, we're not just going to just give you uh, the Zen Pop box or whatever it is going to be in the giveaway. We'll chuck some bits in. We're nice like that. Yeah, but yeah, so coming very, very soon, as soon as the boxes arrive. That's right. In fact, we will give you all the details you need on how to enter and how to win. We'll do a special, we're going to do a dedicated video for that. It will be a a special dedicated video. We'll show you what you're going to get. um, And, you know, what we're going to put in the boxes, what we'll send out to the winners, etc. But, um, JB, I mean, we've been all, you know, we've been all nice and lovely and happy and cheery. Well, we can still be nice about things. Um, but yeah, the, to the point, there has been some pretty fucked up shit going on. Um, within wrestling, especially online, you know, and I, we try not to pay as much attention to it as, you know, as we used to, but it just doesn't, doesn't work. And 
if we're gonna if we're gonna do it and we're gonna start start with the big one let's start with big swell let's start with big swell let's 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 begin at the beguin shall we um yeah so a little disclaimer again okay we if you listen to our last episode, which was our end of year review show with our good friends, Justin and Bishop from uh, Terrible Wrestling Takes, shout out to both of them home. And the uh, Just In Time, oh, sorry, the In Time Wrestling Podcast. Absolutely. The one is out now. So it uh, is absolutely please, out there. Yeah. So if you listen to us uh, in our last episode, three hour slobber knocker, basically we... We, we, we were making sure that people knew that we're not just hating on AEW for the sake of it. We want it to be good. And it has improved somewhat. Okay? It has. It, in, in, it has improved somewhat, right? Okay? In, 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 small, in, in aspects of it, it has improved. But the... the the pedestal that AEW and in particular Tony Khan is is put on as a as a person, okay, is fucking ridiculous, right? So the the sun does not shine out of AEW's anus. The sun does not shine out of Tony Khan's anus. I am willing to bet that 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 Mr. Tony Khan is probably quite arrogant, can be probably quite rude. And by the way we have seen him recently respond in uh, a conference call, which was the full gear conference call when he was asked about a particular question about women's wrestling and also this situation with Big Swole, he comes across as like, a spoiled little twat when he is questioned about anything that he, he feels when he feels wronged or whatever, when he's questioned about something, he just fucking comes across as like a little punk bitch. Um, okay. You know, I'll yeah. let JB go on. Cause we, like I say, we're going to get into this properly, but the pedestal that, that Tony Khan is put on because of the fact that he is the alternative to WWE. So people see WWE and they think Vince McMahon, they think ruthless, they think bastard, they think asshole, and now, now they have an opposite to WWE. So therefore they put Tony Khan on a pedestal and think that he must be the opposite to Vince McMahon. Whereas what I'm saying is, I don't think he is in his, in his personality-wise. I think he's probably pretty fucking similar. Here's the here's the thing. Um, it's 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 problematic in so many ways because Big Swole made a very valid point to herself that about you know why she left AEW or why she was let go. I'm not sure. You know, which she made many went. points. Yeah, she made various points, but. And it was down to uh, lack of diversity and lack of structure within AEW. It seems like the whole structural thing has been completely wiped. Yep. From anyone's responses or reactions, which 
is a massive red flag in anyone's book because if someone said if someone in any exit interview says okay the structures and all that like and someone without an axe to grind and Swole was on the pay-per-views or on a pay-per-view I'm sure of it she worked with Britt Baker she was the one that started building whatever yeah yeah she was the one that they started built I mean apparently she did have some injury problems she's got like um I think she has a condition that 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 flared up or something yeah, which yeah. is why she yeah. wasn't on tv for a bit but like you say she mentioned many many things apart from the diversity she mentioned and let's let's just be honest she's forgot. not a terrible worker for a start no fucking way no she's not i mean a terrible the, worker. the the fact that fucking the guy from AEW botches has had people messaging him and getting hold of him to make compilations of big swole botches yeah, they're desperate for it. They're desperate for it, just so they can say, because Ta- Tony Khan said she's not fucking good enough. But that's it. This is the, the, the response in the tweet, and I'm sure we'll be able to put it up on screen. 100%, um, bruv. It's going up. Um, because it, Tony Khan immediately attacked the diversity part of the explanation. The top two AEW execs are brown. And then he named one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven... Uh, seven black people, I guess, or people of mixed heritage that won on TV that month. I mean, that That's, for me... That is, that is the, it's your quintessential, I'm not racist, I've got black friends. I can name all seven of them. Yeah. Like, fuck off, man. Like, I ain't in the mood for that sort of nonsense, but I saw it, I looked at it, and I started laughing because you knew, you knew it, was, it was a flimsy defence. You know, the TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Jade Cargill is probably going to win it now. Of course, she, she was. <laughs> to be honest, she she was going to. But, I don't but then, think she was going to. You know, but again, right? All right, let's get into it. Jade Cargill isn't the best worker they have by any stretch. She's got a hell of a look. Hell of a look. She's got a very. She's got a good look. Fine. Brilliant. Okay, she's oh, got a good look. That. Yeah, but. A lot of these AEW fanboy dickheads were saying, oh, why would you push someone for, 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 to, for championships and push them, etc., just because of their race or whatever? Mainly white people saying this, by the way. Your archetypal fucking people with elite in their Twitter handles um, <laughs> saying, oh, yeah, but what? Did she just want to get a push because of how diverse she is or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... You know, that might be the case of Jade Cargill now, that they're just going to push her because of this whole situation. A green. Yeah, a little green. She's still fucking fair, a bit green, but, you know, are they going to do it? Because then they can say, oh, look, see, yeah. you know, we, we, we've, you know. I mean, oh. yeah, it's, it's it, that was poor enough in its own part, but the tweet wasn't finished. It's, I let Swell's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. What, yeah. what, in what mind, in what part of any PR media relations, if there is a part of this in AEW, who would have said to him, Yeah, good idea, Tony, put that down? Someone, someone with any media or PR experience would have ripped the phone out of his hand and said, Are you fucking crazy? That is absurd. Why would you say that about someone? You, 
it, Big Swole is now a huge baby face. Where it, she, goes. Absolutely. She's a moneymaker now. Yeah, I mean, it, especially when you were singing her praises previously, and now you're saying that you let her go because her wrestling wasn't good enough. That that kind of shit. It, can you imagine, bro? Please. Bro, she imagine, turned up in the Royal Rumble. Bro. Hell breaks loose. <laughs> oh shit! The roof goes off. Can you imagine though? Can you imagine one of the directors of the WWE responding, or Vince McMahon responding? To someone saying something after they left WWE with a tweet like that, oh, wow. can you imagine? You know that you know that scene in the Simpsons movie where they've all got their, you know, those tor- torches and they're after the Simpsons family. Pitchforks, bro. Yeah, it's, it's like that. That's what you, I'm envisioning. It, yeah. For, for for me, the 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 most annoying thing of it is Big Swole was in AEW for a while. She's seen the backstage how it works. Okay. And the diversity aspect of it was only a quarter of what she said. There was a big, there's a big amount of stuff that she said that has been completely forgotten. She was talking about <coughs> they have no writers. They don't have any structural writing. And basically, like we've said on this show before, it is ultimately the, the, the VPs and Tony Khan who are literally just shooting their own shit out there and people were just chipping in with yeah let's do this let's do this let's do this now that in itself is political because if you are not in the favored group or you're an outsider or you're not i mean let's let's face it you haven't come from the wwe yeah yeah, exactly bro you know so if if you're not that way inclined as well where you or you have as much clout or push where you can push your ideas forward, okay? Not every wrestler is like that. Not every company basically just leaves it to the boys. And this is another thing that was forgotten about, the boys. It's all about the boys, you know? And the boys are Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, Tony Khan, and now is going to be CM Punk, Brian Danielson, um... Uh, Adam Cole, um, Kyle O'Reilly, okay, the the boys, okay. Well, I mean, I got a lot to say on the Kyle O'Reilly business, but I I, mean, I have. To, we'll, we'll talk about that because you know these, you know, again, it it's people. The AEW apologists are completely ignoring sixty six point six percent or seventy five percent of what she said. And to keep focusing on this lack of diversity, lack of diversity, lack of diversity. And they keep saying, you know, the fact that Tony Khan felt he needed to say, look at all these black people that won a wrestling match this month. He named them in, a, he managed to name them all in a tweet. So, you know, just, you know, I mean, first of all, that doesn't mean you're diverse. It just means a load of black wrestlers that work for you won a match that probably didn't mean fuck all in any storylines because you don't have any writers. So none of your storylines are cohesive anyway, first of all. So you ain't building no one. They probably won a match that meant fuck all. Um, Secondly, you know, like you said, it's like, oh, look how many black friends I've got. I can't be a racist. How can we be not diverse? Look at all these brown people we've got. Um, You know, thirdly, what they're forgetting, they're forgetting about... You know, the women's division, we've said, needs work. 
It really does. It needs new blood. It needed Ruby Soho. I, I, I'll be honest. I really admired the way they got Britt Baker over. It's incredible work. Really was. But then what happened? Britt Baker's still over, but that's it. It, she needs opponents. She needs quality opponents. You've got... Okay. Tony Khan was in the full gear conference call. Okay, so they have a conference call, which is like a media thing that they have. Look it up. It's on YouTube. Okay? If you look at the full... After about some... I think someone, a, a beautiful person on YouTube has actually time-stamped when Tony Khan starts talking about this or was asked this question. Ranting I think and raving was what he was doing. Yeah, it was that basically he was how he was being a punk bitch. So a woman asked him the simple question, which was, uh, with the success of the NWA power all women's pay-per-view or whatever it was, okay. Do you, are you are you trying to make more of an effort to push? women's wrestling all right or you know do you see there being any benefits in it or however it was worded okay and without a fucking skip in a heartbeat tony khan turned around and said right i'm gonna have to i'm cutting you off right there i'm gonna cut you off right there okay this is we can post the fucking audio I've we've got, got you don't need to post the audio i've got the transcript i don't feel like i get enough credit for what i did for the nwa show and because he, he was bitching, okay? And if you hear it, you can hear the me, 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 me. That's all I heard. Me, 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 me. Fucking whiny little cunt. He, you know, he was basically, okay, he was, he was pissing because he didn't get enough credit and he made, wanted to make a point of saying NWA didn't tell enough people that Tony Khan was the one that was paying a lot of the women to be on the show, okay? He said a lot of the women, all of them that were making the most money were paid by him. Yeah. And he was pissed because they never told no one. But also what he didn't mention was he poached their biggest fucking star, Thunder Rosa, and took her to AEW, completely poached her up. So... It is what it is, bruv. It's called give and take, you fucking bitch. Like, you can't just piss and moan and, and, and get upset. Oh, oh, they didn't say that it was me. Wait, no one gives a fuck, bruv. You're not spite any and he made the analogy. This, this, of, is, this oh, is one of one of his amazing points. Um, it would be nice if you told people because it's a big contribution from me. Does that make sense? Yes, Tony. It makes sense, you little fucking prick. But the problem is. We, you don't buy, you, if you offer to buy someone dinner, you don't do it because you want something in return. You want them to proverbially suck you off afterwards. Like, you you know, if you, he used the analogy, it's like buying dinner for someone and them not saying thank you. No, it's not. It's completely different. I'm sure NWA said, thank you, Tony. And the fact that they, you know, you poached Thunder Rosa and now she's on your programming, you know, that's it's called give and take, bruv. It's how it works in the no, business. WWE propped up ECW for years, man. Well, and, and didn't say Paul Heyman on the payroll. I <laughs> didn't say they let them go on Monday Night Raw, bruv. They let them come on to Monday Night yeah. Raw. They put they said, I've got the pay, bruv. They sent Jerry Lawler to yeah. ECW to wrestle fucking Sandman or whoever it was. Like, bro, they sent Jim for, Cornette. You know, it, it's the problem with Tony Khan is. He is, I said it, I, I said it in a tweet to um, 
in response to Bishop, terrible wrestling tapes, Tony Khan comes across as somebody who has never been questioned in his life. No one's ever questioned him on anything he does. No one's ever told him no. No one's ever told him you're wrong. Yeah. And he's never, he's never had to really work for anything in his life, to be honest. He's, you talk about, you know, people talk about Steph McMahon and, and, you know, Shane McMahon. I mean, come on, man. Fucking Tony Khan is, was born with how many silver spoons in his mouth? And they want to talk about nepotism and all that kind of shit, you know? I mean, I don't think it's the amount of spoons that he was given or whatever. I think it's just, he's just, he's developed in a way that just, it's not healthy. He, he's surrounded by sycophants, bruv. He is, he's surrounded by yes men and surrounded by people who will not question him. They will not give him constructive criticism. They will not, you know, say anything to him for danger of losing a cushy paycheck and for, for just being able to fuck around and piss around with their mates. You know, it is, you know, the company will suffer ultimately because of that. You know, it is. It's they will because... Because only last night on the Tuesday, NXT had their New Year's Evil show. And Bron Breaker, you know, the young Steiner, wins the NXT title. And he's, for me, he has, in the amount of time that he's been on NXT, has surpassed in skill, in ability, everything like that, surpassed a majority of that AEW roster. It's... It's who funny. Have got, who have gotten incredibly stagnant. It, it, it's funny, bro. You know, it is... Amazing what Performance Center can do, isn't it? it it's, ama it's amazing, man. I've just... I mean, we, we got tagged in a picture earlier on of uh, Ormas with um, uh, Kevin Nash and, yeah. uh, and, Scott and, um, and Scott Hall, you know. But it's, it's funny that the AEW faithful were screaming and crying, we're not, this isn't like WWE, this is nothing like WWE. When AEW, when it started, their logo was pretty similar to fucking NXT's logo. The whole look was similar to NXT and they were comparing themselves to NXT as a product. And, they, and then signed now... One of, they signed NXT's group as well, haven't they? They've literally just signed NXT's group and they, they you know... Whatever way you want to look at it, they were they, the faithful were talking. This is different to WWE. We're going to build our own stars. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do the other. And then all you've done is sign former WWE talent and push them to the fucking moon. And and well, they haven't even done that with Carlo Riley. They what, they but, signed him. They put him straight in with a group because you know groups are the thing on AEW. Yep. 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 You know, and the first thing they do instead of pushing him and Fish as a tag team, which they were, you know, great tag team, Red Dragon, all that stuff, or Undisputed Era, if you want to go WWE ways. First thing they do is put him in a six-man tag with some J-Bros against, you know, with Adam Cole and make it more about Adam Cole, the elite. I, and I, I, if I was Kyle O'Reilly, I'd be like, I'm not sure if I signed up for this. It's... <laughs> It, we, we've we've said it before, and I'm all for people making money with their friends. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with people making money. Full stop. You know, everyone's got to have a hustle. You can't knock the hustle as Jay Z. Never knock the okay? hustle. Never. But 
you, you've got to look at it as a point of have they really took their careers to the next level by going to AEW? Have they are they going to great break ground there? You know, are they going to do more than they've done, or are they just rehashing? old storylines and old things are they just reliving this yes the band is back together they weren't the they weren't even broken up for that long yeah but you know what the, the, the yeah, weird thing getting, right? getting the band back together would be like they, they were away for two years but they weren't they were away for what three months but even kylo riley and um adam cole were feuding in nxt before adam cole left yeah. having slobber knockers of matches beating the fuck out of each other with you Ooh, know um, tough, yeah you know, it, it was good stuff. And then now he comes back and he's part of the band and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just contrived. It's just, it's for that very small demographic of Ring of Honor fans, uh, you know, Ring Japanese rest- Yeah, well, hmm. well, but that, but I wanted to, I wanted to uh, sort of add something on the diversity thing. Go for it. You know, AEW, you know, there's a lot to be said, you know, no black world champions. Yeah, they've only been in business. And the, the argument is they've only been in three years. How long did it take uh, NWA TNA to put a title on person of colour? I mean... Ron Killings, was it? Didn't take Ron, long. Yeah, Ron Killings. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's two ways you could go with, with that, right? I, I've I've heard the argument. There's no you know main eventers. You know there's no big stars that AEW could put the belt on. Who's whose fault's that? Again, it is. It, it's it's a weird one. Okay, you. I mean, I said in our last episode that I'm a fan of the acclaimed. Okay, I'm I'm a fan of the acclaimed and what they're doing. I am not. So you, I know you're not. Okay. But you know, tomato, tomato, right? Yeah. You, you. I mean, have they really pushed any other tag team apart from the Bucks? Well, F- yeah. The F- F- they are, like... FTR. I mean, I'm Lucha... disappointed. I'm disappointed that uh, Santana and Ortiz haven't gone further. They could. They could have gone further. Yeah, but it, it, you know, it, it's it's a question of. Again, I'm sorry to say it. It's a question of they've got too many wrestlers, yeah, and not enough titles or TV time to be able to give everyone. So they don't have a SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They don't have a Raw Tag Team Championship. They don't have a US Tag Team. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they they don't have. They they might have all these good teams that they could push and do a bit more with, but there's only one set of belts. There isn't even a women's tag team belts. There's no such thing as women's tag teams in AEW. They haven't even got belts. Uh, it would seem that it took TNA two months to put a heavyweight title on the black man. What, since TNA started? When TNA started, when NWA TNA started, yep. uh, Ron Killings was champion within two months you know and I mean don't get me wrong as well bruv don't get me gassed one of the one of the greatest 
I feel the greatest, one of the greatest black wrestlers that ever was didn't really get the chance to do what he should have done. Monty Brown, didn't you? Monty Brown, bruv. (laughs) The alpha male, bruv. Don't fucking get it twisted. The geezer could do it in the ring. He could do it on the stick. Monty Brown, my dude. I've been trying to get hold of him, bruv. Yeah, that's um, Monty Brown. You know, I, and I, they... I don't. I, know, I didn't watch a lot of TNA. Like it's you know, it's a pretty well known fact if you listen to us regularly. I didn't watch a lot of TNA. I did read about a lot of TNA because I was always reading, you know, Power Slam magazine or whatever. And you know, back yeah. in the day, so I always yeah. kept up with it. And yeah, like Ron Killians, our truth, whatever you want to call him. You yep. know, they quick even. Mm-hmm. Two months took TNA to put a championship. On someone, I don't know. I just, you know, it, I know it took WCW a long time. I know it took WWE a long time, but they've done it a lot since. They have done it a lot since, and that was they were in different times. We're talking. This is this is coming from a company that apparently prides themselves on their diversity. Well, yeah, they were. That was part of the thing. It was meant to be the all inclusive, all diverse, you know, wrestling company that. Everyone's a winner. You know what woke, I mean? Isn't it? Yeah. Woke, isn't it? Everyone's a winner, bro. They woke. Yeah. If you if you're priding yourself on that being one of your your values, then you know automatically before you've even started, you should be thinking, okay, if that is the way you're going to look at it from that point of view, then you should be saying, okay, right, let's see if we can get these, you know, these black and brown faces. That we can that are of a certain standard that we can push to be in them spots. Shall we just say that you know Jeff and Jerry Jarrett were the most inclusive and diverse bookers of all time? <laughs> I think we can, I think we can say that Dixie Carter and all. You know what I mean? I don't um, think Dixie was around at that point. No, she might not have been around at that point. No, um, you know, Dixie, it, if you're listening, you're welcome on the show anytime. Yeah, so hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, it's. It's so disappointing that the only thing that certain type of fans have latched onto is this diversity thing, because there was a lot of other constructive stuff that Swole was saying, basically, that that has been ignored by Tony Khan because he don't want to hear it. He don't want to hear it. He's got they have before before I think we dive into it even further. Like, let's let's just clear a few things up. You know, I am I am mixed race, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, family from all over the place. Chris, you are not the full English breakfast, are you? I'm not a full English breakfast, mate. No. I am um, a couple of sausages and a big lump of halloumi, bruv. Oh, lovely. Um, I am. I'm. I'm actually a second generation refugee in this country. My my grandmother is a refugee, so you know, if you're not, you can't get more diverse than these two jabronis. Yeah, it is right a here, very bruv. diverse show we're on right now. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is, yeah, coming from a second generation refugee and a Rick's mixed race fella, you know, shoot your shit, bruv. So, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. So it's just a, just a little bit to add, you know, we're not just a couple of, you know, J bros of a white persuasion. That's right. We're not, we're not, um, you know, but again, but this is the thing you've got the predominant. Sorry, of, I wish you'd better drink out as I said that. Yes. <laughs> Wait, don't be wasting any iron brew. I hope it's not iron brew you're wasting. No, nah, nah, just squashed. Wasted. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, 
You can spit your Kiora on the floor. You're <laughs> God, I love Kiora. I haven't had that for ages. I, I, did I even sell it anymore? Yeah, I think you can find it in certain places. Um, but yeah, you know, it the the certain on these TNA on these TNA groups, on these AEW groups and, and on Twitter, it's a certain demographic that are just latching onto this. Oh, Swole's racist because she just wants people pushed on the basis of what their race is but they're ignoring everything else she said. Um, it was a long podcast. They've, it wasn't just a soundbite. They've, they've ignored completely the fact that a executive of a company has come out publicly and said that this person wasn't very good at their job, which is why they didn't renew their contract. That's like, you just wouldn't catch that in any walk of life. No football chairman or anything saying, hey, he was crap, I'm getting rid of him. Yeah. Like, unless it's a you know a nutcase like Barry Fry or something like that. That's right. You know, like I mean that's a that's an old reference for you know any football fan, but yeah. Yeah, the eccentric ones might say something on camera which is a little bit off off key or off colour sometimes, but anyone else with a real structure, with a real yeah. professional, you know, with people to answer to, like shareholders or whatever, yeah, wouldn't dare say something as Hairbrained or a stupid or it's 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 just, just not fucking out of order. He's got no class, bruv. He's got no class. That's what it comes down to. He is not a classy individual. If you have someone that leaves your organization under whatever circumstances and for whatever we know, all you have to do is wish them well in their future endeavors. That's all you gotta do. Just say, look, it was it didn't work out and <laughs> and uh, um and she doesn't work for us anymore. We wish her the best in her future endeavors. And she however she feels we we're we're sorry that she feels that way. Yeah, but, exactly. That's it. You're sorry if she felt that way. We don't yeah. necessarily agree with it. Exactly. You don't have oh. to be a classless prick and come out and be like, oh, yeah, well, she was fucking shit anyway. And we've got all these yeah. black people. Look, she's chatting <laughs> shit. Fuck her. It's, it's like it's a bit of the older, you know, digging out my ex syndrome, isn't it? Didn't even like her. Yeah. <laughs> she was fucking ugly anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's on them ones. You know? It, utter bollocks. It's utter bollocks. It is completely a complete lack of class. You know, money can't buy class. He might be a multi-billionaire, but he's got no class. Uh, his, dad his dad has, yeah, but he will have when he one day when his old man snuffs it. Oh, I mean, he's give, he's giving him his might inheritance. Chuck it all away on the packet, you know. Yeah, he might on the old beak. Yeah, he might, you know. But money can't buy you class, Tony Khan, and you need to you need some lessons in class. You need need a, class. need a media or PR executive. I'm not putting myself forward for that because you know. Well, maybe I am because I could wrestle that phone out of his hand easy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, like just chill out. But again, it's it again. It's Tony Khan, the control freak. He's a control freak. Okay, he he literally wants to do everything and be involved in everything. He do, it seems like he doesn't want to delegate. Nothing. He might not he might not trust everyone to do stuff. I mean, I know he took some of the possible booking power away from what was it the Bucks and Kenny? Well, it it. On, on on paper, they never really had it anyway, bruv. On paper, well, I'm sure they had their own. They had their own say on things. Of course, but what's to say they don't have their own say now? But, All it says is ultimately he is the executive producer and he has the final say. But they're still going to be shooting ideas at him, and you know, 
he's probably going to go with a lot of them. Just because he has the final say don't mean he's saying no to people. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just a small part of what's been going on. It, it's, like... it's crazy. It's, it's... We've spoke about it. We've spoke about the lack of cohesive storylines and all these AEW dickheads, the fans talking about, oh, they do long-term booking, their storylines are great and blah, blah, blah. No, well, they're if you, not. If you listen to certain journalists, I'm using the Albert quotes, you know, that, you know, there's books out, the rise of AEW, a rich history and all that stuff. And it's like, it's been three years. Is there a book? Please don't pull my chain. And tell me there's a book. I am, I am not pulling your plonker, man. There is a book out. One of the uh, one of the journalists who wow, um, I'm not even mentioning his name because I don't I don't want to give him any sort of rub or airtime, but sweet lord, this guy loves some AEW. He talks about it in like it's the greatest drama ever told. You only have to look up his uh, his tweets and stuff. Like I'll send it to you later, but yeah, yeah, it's some of like it's like it's almost like it's been written by god himself but that's the way he talks about it and it's embarrassing but i mean there's only there's only so long that this delusion can can carry on for there's only so long you know it's what are the numbers like bro you know numbers I saw a tweet, okay, I saw a tweet when they were talking about, oh, for, for, the, for the time that Hook was on the screen, um, there was 800-odd thousand people watching or something at that point when he was wrestling. Um, Hook equals draw. That was their fucking tweet. Hook's I mean, another the, thing the we've bar, got to The bar's low, man. Like, that's a problem as well. Like, it's not... I really don't want to be so dark and bad on this, but... The bar is low. It's you know, it oh, he did, he did eight hundred thousand, like big success. No, it's not. You're chasing down Raw. You're chasing like, your next goal. You beat NXT for however many weeks. Great, but it was NXT. That's that's like that's the third show. Yeah, second show is Raw. You want to chase down Raw. You want to hunt hunt Raw down. Be as aggressive as possible in catching up with Raw, but. They're not. They're at the same level of ratings, and but maybe maybe that's just it. Maybe they're just happy to be there. They're, again, I don't think that's what they're striving for. I don't think that they're happy with their little niche, little cult. Um, Every week, Tony Khan should be pissed that he's not gaining ground on Raw. If Raw is as bad as everyone says it is, yeah, and some episodes are awful. Some have been have been getting better. But if it's as bad as everyone says it is, AEW should be catching it. Dynamite especially. Dynamite should be gaining ground on it week after week. And I, I'm not, you're not seeing it. So yeah, I mean, Rampage, Rampage is its own conundrum. They're on on a Friday night. It's a, it is a tough spot. They're on straight after SmackDown, is it? Or maybe not straight after. They're on after SmackDown. It should be a good lead in for them, but it's not. They did what four hundred and ninety-seven thousand on New Year's Eve. They're going to blame it on people being out New Year's Eve. It's not that. Not it's not been that kind of. You know, so this, we're in a pandemic world. People yeah, staying I, I in. Mean, a lot of people didn't go out New Year's Eve. A lot of people didn't. I I didn't go out. Um, I didn't. 
you know, I, I, I went to family, you know, so I did have a little rave up in the yard. I was fucking shout out, shout out to my brother-in-law, Rich, right? We got to level seven in Streets of Rage 2. All the kids and that were like watching us play the computer and they were like, can we have a go? It's like, nah, bro, like, we're just wait. Like, we're level seven, like, um, but no, like they were playing Monopoly as well. But, like, you know, we didn't just literally have them watching us play Streets of Rage. But um, yeah, I mean, we we didn't go out. We were all jamming indoors. You know, we could have quite easily had the telly on. You know, people could have been watching Rampage or whatever. Um, there's so much. There's so much more to do. There's so much more they could be. But again, they you know we don't just do rematches like Raw does and all that. And what's what's up this week? What's up tonight? It's tonight, isn't it? It's, it's dynamite. Yeah, and what it's what Wednesday. is yeah, and what, what is happening tonight? Uh, it's a rematch from a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, Brian and Hangman. And even that even that part of it didn't make sense to me. Not surely this soon Daniel, after. Surely Daniel, uh, sorry, Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson had his chance, didn't win, didn't beat the champ. He should be pushed down the pecking order for someone else to get their shot. Instead, Danielson gets another shot. And for me in the story of the booking because it wasn't the greatest one hour match ever i know people tried to spin that narrative straight away it was a slow burner that got got better as a, as the you know as the match went on but it just wasn't it wasn't the five star you know banger that some of our journalists might say the rag sheets brother the rag sheets yeah and and yeah i just it didn't interest me in seeing it happen again I was hoping someone else would get a chance. Someone but but they, but they ain't they ain't but again, but they haven't got the infrastructure. They haven't got they haven't got the, the array and of I, I know it sounds terrible, but I was looking forward to someone like Ricky Starks pushing on and getting a shot. Probably not winning, yeah, but getting a shot in the main event, pushing hangman to the limit. You know, dare I say a person of colour like Ricky Starks. You know? yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not allowed to be in the main event. <laughs> Because he's Bran. They don't let the Bran well, fellas up. Am I tempting fate here? No, but, but you know, it, again, it, it all comes down to the fact that they don't have the infrastructure to have an array of people being pushed at the same time. They've got one major title. Um, you know, they've got the... Um, oh, they stuck the other one back on Cody. I don't think anyone cares about that anymore. No, but do you know what? I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad Cody won. Okay? I'm glad Cody won. I'm glad well, that Sammy Guevara, as much as I like him in the ring, is a PR disaster. Bro, let's get into that quickly. <laughs> oh my God. These motherfuckers. Done? Let's get into that, right? Sammy Guevara, right? He had his missus on there, Pam, or whatever, a little while ago. He proposed to her on fucking. He proposed television. to her on TV. And then it's come out that they broke up. And it, all these motherfuckers, all these cucks on online were fucking gunning for Ty Conti because they were saying, oh, they're fucking and all that. And that's why he's knobbed Pam off and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, right. Okay. Hold on. Breathe, Chris. Right. These fuckers. Okay. Why? First of all, it's none of their business. What is going on in, in Ty Conti's or Sammy Guevara's or Pam's life. First of all, and the only reason they were pissed and that they were coming is because in whatever lapland of their dreams in their mind that they're thinking of, they're fucking 
bashing one out to pictures of Ty Conti in a fucking bikini that she posts up every single day. And in their mind, they look so vigorously, Chris. The, mate, you know what I mean? But they, 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 for some reason, they thought that they're in with a shot with Ty Conti. And as soon as they found out that he's finished with his missus and that there's a chance that he's with Ty Conti, they start just attacking Ty Conti, calling her a home wrecker and all this. She had to come off social media, bruv. She had to come off social media because these fucking cucks. You know when you're at school, yeah? And the bird that you fancy... That's the bird whose hair you pull and chase around and poke her with sticks, yeah? Because you fancy her. That's what these fuckers were done. They all fancy Ty Conti and they think they're going to give her a stuffing like a Christmas turkey. And they were pissed that, that Sammy Guevara's in there smashing the granny off him. Goose, you got what I mean? He's well, smashing yeah, it, the granny. It, it, did, it has come, it is out there that it seems like they are an item. Good. But that's, again, that's nobody's business but their own. However, Sammy is a bit of a PR nightmare. And of course he is. Having a championship on him at any time seems to be a little bit foolhardy because... He's young, but he's young, bruv. He's going to make mistakes. Of course he is. But he's got, like, he should have some guidance there, bro. What are these old-timers in AEW, what are they doing? It's not down, you know, it's not necessarily a thing of what are they doing. It's this thing of, you know, he has his own vlog and everything like that. He probably doesn't care. He probably, I'm doing me. I'm doing much shit. Well, okay, that, that's fine. Be authentic, okay? We're not I sort saying... Of, I sort of hope Jericho might have him under the wing. and. But you know, th- that's my point. That's my point. Be authentic, fine. A life, a life doesn't need to be lived across your social medias. No, you know, but it is nowadays for, for all the, the, you know, but... It was for me, it just was ridiculous the fact that Ty Conti had to come off of social media because of the abuse she was receiving from people. Because Sammy Guevara came out and said that he broke up with his missus in October, and everyone through the rag sheets or through whatever had, had put two and two together that Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara were together, and they just got pissed at her because now she's not available. Now, in their heads, she's not available. The psychology of it is they thought they were in with a shout. Well, and let, they... Let's help them out. Hey, hey, bro, if you're listening, whoever you are, like, she was never available to you. She was never available. It's like going no. into Hooters and thinking you've got a chance with a gallem in there, bruv. Bro, oh, you ain't smashing a Hooters chick, bruv. Bro, you are not smashing Ty Conti. It's not happening, bruv. Those pictures that she puts on her Instagram and her Twitter and all that, Bruv, it's like it's clickbait, blood. Don't don't get. Oh, mate, it's oh, it hurts my brain. It hurts my brain that she had to literally shut her social media off because of these thirsty. So, so let's try. Let's try and help your brain. Um, Cody Rhodes is the champion again. Good, great. I mean, he is. He is, seems to be universally hated. It's good. Because... It's brilliant. I mean, I, I don't even think it's heel heat. I genuinely don't. I think it's like, oh, you fucking suck, man. Like, you're was, boring heat. We, yeah, but we spoke about this before, and, and we, we said... said we need to turn heel. Yeah. We, we, want, we said the best thing... turned heel. Yeah, but we said the best thing that they could do in AEW is put the strap on Cody, and everyone would hate it, and he would they automatically just become him. a heel. They yeah. put the wrong strap on him. They did put the wrong strap on him. But it's a strap nevertheless. How? Yes, however... Um, 
I mean, I'm just hoping there's there's room for a go-go to get jumped back in there and lay him out. Instant I, baby face. Instant baby face. But the thing is, again, they're they're trying to they're trying to heal, they tried to heal a go-go because he's British and they wanted him, he was a heel in in wasn't he? It's very um it's a very old school sort of tactic. Oh, he's foreign. Yeah. Fuck it. USA, USA. <laughs> and you got Cody with that ugly fucking tattoo on his on his neck of the red white and blue you know and it was the whole american nightmare and all you yeah. know but yeah it's a very old school booking thing you so, know did you watch day one i have again i to be honest mate i have tried to save up a few things to watch because i go back i'm going back to work tomorrow so for the rest of the week i i mean i You're know every- after the week off uh, of course, bruv. That's it. You know, I'm I'm Tony Khan, bruv. I am the boss. I can do what I want. So, <laughs> fucking no. What it is, my my son don't go back to school till tomorrow. Mine so does, yeah, yeah. So my my kid's still off school today. So I obviously took the day off today, and then I'm going back tomorrow when he goes back to school. Um, so, but no, I I one. know I know what happens. Obviously, they're pushing towards a Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley match, which is. Fine on all accounts, fantastic bowlers. How diverse a match like that! Wonderful. Um, <laughs> bearing in mind, Brock did win the did win the WWE Championship from Big E again. Very diverse. Um, and yeah, like I just I couldn't believe the hate that was going around for Brock winning that championship. Like Brock is money. Brock has been a wonderful babyface on SmackDown, and. The minute he jumps across to hey, out of necessity for him to work that whole that entire sh- that show because Roman was off with COVID, they needed Brock on the show. They wanted Brock on the show, so they put him in the five way. Had him win the whole thing. I, I just I'm I was surprised to see the hate for one Brock winning and two the fact that the minute as as Brock had won it, all they're doing is cutting to Lashley staring a hole in Brock. I'm like. This is fucking good. This is a match we've wanted to see for years. Imagine a freeway though, Brock Lashley and um, Big E. It's another way to go. You know, it is. It it could be done. Did you please tell me you saw the um, Etore E one is all elite fucking memes no i haven't and I, I hate you know i hate those fucking memes you know i think they're bullshit <laughs> and people yeah. were going all the AEW fans were going what his second name langston <laughs> bro i shit you not oh. i shit you not you know they're the most hated of all the things that i see amongst any fans is so and so is all elite with their face on that backdrop i just think oh that is pathetic someone's wasted their time making that for what eight likes, ten likes, twenty likes. That's self. It's almost as bad as people trying to piggyback off of a tweet we make, you know, praising Okada and all the people do. Oh, that belt looks like the Divas title. Like, all right, mate. Like, you know, how many how many, how many likes did you get off that? Zero. Yeah, good. Cheers. Yeah, it was worth it then. Worth it to try and troll. That's great. Like, good for you, pal. Pro. Again. I, yeah, it's, it's wrestling fans being wrestling fans. Like, yeah, it's a it's a championship belt, man. Let it go. Like, you know, we we're allowed to watch. Like, again, like 
it's happened just yesterday. I praised a carder and someone's like, oh, I don't even know who this goof is. Like, like educate yourself, man. Right. Japanese wrestling has an, um, has an amazing and wonderful, rich history that you could go and check out anytime by watching some of the greatest wrestlers. Not saying that they're, you know, they're going to be smashing it on the microphone or anything because they probably didn't. They didn't need to. They would go out and put it all in the ring. Right. The first, if the first thing you think of, I don't even know, is like, well, check it out. Go and what? Go and read about it. Go and watch it, mate. As MCPSG used to say, okay, if you don't know, you better get to know, right? If you, <laughs> if you don't know, get to know, bro. It's like, all right, not everybody is knows every single wrestler. Not everyone's not. a fucking. You know, encyclopedia. But if you see something and someone's talking about it, you can research it. If you want to know about Japanese wrestling, you can also listen to our fantastic interview with the amazing Sonny Ono, who is one of the best of the best to come from Japan. And he absolutely he has managed some of the greatest Japanese wrestling. Help forge, help fix the relationship between New Japan and WCW at the time. Absolutely. Probably paid handsomely for it, of course. But well, fair play to him. He's gone in there and he's done the business, you know. Yeah. And he's a thoroughly bloody nice bloke. So listen to our interview with Sonny Ono. We talk a lot about Japanese wrestling and a lot about the Japanese female wrestlers as well because they're cracking as well. Yeah. Um, Stardom had their had their match on uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which was, you know, historic in its own right. And I just, yeah, just it bugged me a little bit yesterday that people were. One piggybacking off of us, you know, praising something and saying, oh, I don't even know who it is. Like, no one fucking cares what you think, mate. Like, it's it's right there. All you have to do is go and look up one YouTube video. You know, it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't have to be of anything of a card or anything. It could be something from the 90s, I mean, which is a great era for Japanese wrestling for me. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, go see see what you know Jushin Liger was doing. Go and see what Kabashi was doing. Misawa, you know, got yeah, Misawa, Kenta, you know, all of yeah, you know, it, mate, you know, like so, people are allowed to like more than one wrestling company, and apparently that seems to be a massive problem within this wrestling community, which is on the internet, which is fucking sad. You cannot praise another company. You know, it's. You know, you'll never catch someone with the word elite in their name praising another company just because they are diehard, you know, hand on heart, we the people bullshit for for AEW. And the same with the WWE fans. It's the same, you know, I'm sure with Impact fans, however many there are. See, they, you know, they if, know if just... ROH had any fans left. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, again, there's talk of... Um... You know, people like maybe Danhausen um, being signed by AEW. Um, I mean, to quote anyone like on this, to quote Roman, you know, where does it move the needle? Where does signing Danhausen fit into your into your shows? Is it, are you going to start having twenty minutes of comedy in your shows? But but they haven't got time for that either. They they literally don't. I mean, what is it? They're just going to have it on the. Like again, the YouTube dark and dark elevation and that is just a fucking mishmash of don't watch it of squash matches that is just it 
you know, I like my squash matches as much as the next guy, but I liked him in 1991. Well, yeah. If they were serving a purpose. Yeah, I liked, you know, you know, if, if Fader was smashing up two jobbers at once, it was great. But now, it's a little bit different now. It's a little bit different because the people that are getting squashed on these shows are, sadly, people who are working in that town and are a bit of a name in that town. And I, I really don't think it works for them, like, to be squashed in two minutes when they've got to go main event a local show and people will have seen it. Bro, we, we have said this and we have had it said on this show. Hell, we said it on Good Cop, Bad Cop. We said, I was going to say, it said it on Good Cop, Bad Cop. AEW is killing independent wrestling in a way. They need a school. They need their own school. Not the Nightmare Factory because that, I mean, yeah, that's its own thing, but like they need, the, they need their own version of a PC. Have these trainees you know, it could be brand new trainees bring them in from all walks of life you know like wwe do but have them take the squashes not someone who's you know meant to be working a main event in two days time in their local area because that doesn't against someone sense. who's yeah against probably another real big name star yeah um like what has been happening you know they're they're killing the independent scene just to kind of put they, over their guys. The paycheck. the paycheck must be good, man. To go, out and, to go out and do two minutes and job, like it must be pretty good for for an for an independent wrestler to go out and do it. Because the exposure is fucking slim. I think um I I I read something online that AEW lost seven million dollars last year. Um pocket change. I mean that is pocket that I mean but it it is and it isn't, though. I mean, $7 million is a lot of money to someone who hasn't got $7 million. <laughs> True. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but it's pocket change to a, to, a, to a couple of people who own the Jacksonville Jaguars, own Fulham FC. You know, Fulham pretty doing okay in the, in the championship. They are heading towards the Premier League. If that comes off, it's more money, isn't it? Yeah, I mean they will get promoted. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, um, man. That's it. That remains to be seen. We're halfway through a for a season, and whilst Fulham got off to a flying start, they are they are being caught. Bournemouth, Blackburn, and the rest of the crew are uh, hot on their heels, and I I find that funny, like as hell. But you know, if AEW come to the UK, it's probably going to be at Craven Cottage. Um, I would say so, and that is uh, not far from. Uh... Where I work, so yeah, uh, West London. So yeah, I mean, it seems like it will be Craven Cottage. It has been mentioned once or twice. And bro, it's not the greatest stadium. No, but the thing is, though, we'll probably more than likely go. Of course, you know, it, it, it's a pro, it's a no-brainer that if AEW come over to the UK, me and Jordan will be there, foam fingers in hand. We we will be well, there. This is it. I went to see Fozzie towards the end of this year. Saw Chris Jericho. He didn't sing because of his uh, this medical issue, but the rest of the crowd sang, including myself. You can see that video. I might even post it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know we're just we're fans. We want we're to wrestling be... fans. We are wrestling fans. We will support wrestling. Maybe we... the worst thing ever was people pulling the curtain back. Maybe, and we can only blame. One or two people for that for starting that trend. Your mate, innit? 
my mate. Yeah. Rhymes with Schmave like Delta. <laughs> Schmave Delta. Yeah. Right, yeah. brother. Um, I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, yeah, um, the death of kayfabe has probably has, has definitely killed the air of legitimacy that and any air of legitimacy that wrestling had. Yeah. It completely has, you know. I mean, even Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik being caught in a car with drugs on them killed kayfabe to a point. That's, yeah. that's you know, started it. So things like that yeah. happening, you know. Vince McMahon coming out and saying it's entertainment because he didn't want to pay the um, athletic commission fees. You know, there's a lot of things that happened over the years. But yeah, you know, yeah, this, you gotta do, gotta do. You the, yeah, this constant peeling back of the curtain, you know, it's... It's annoying, and now you've got fucking. But the thing that annoys me about AEW is they 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 keep like mocking kayfabe and just being completely open and just literally like showing light all over the place. And then they try and be legit, where you've got people like Thunder Rosa and Mucky Ito online, like cussing each other, trying to build up a storyline and all this, like like it's legit, and it's like. You've done everything, and, and they've got the ratings and all that, you know, the rankings. And it's like, you do everything on a daily basis to fucking try and disintegrate kayfabe and just, you know, make it so it's, it's you know, kayfabe's dead. And then on the other hand, you're trying to pretend that it's all legit and we should believe. We don't believe. No one believes. Your storylines are not believable. They're not, they're not good enough, you know? It is what it is. It is what it is. You know. But, you know, we move on. You know, it's 2022 now. Of, You know, we made it this far. Talk about Hook for a sec. Uh, let's talk about Hook. Um, hook, no sold moves. And it, it, I did not enjoy it. But he, he wasn't just no selling moves. He was no selling moves from a fucking guy a hundred pounds bigger than him and you know and then you had Taz doing this breakdown of oh look at his technique and they had the pens you know where he's like got the arch into the back oh this is the technique that he's doing you know bro and then you had again you had apologists online talking about oh no selling has just become a part of wrestling now you know it's like well no if you're trying to if you're watching a fake fight that you want people to understand that it's a fake fight. If no you want people no to... selling was reserved for Sting, Hogan and Warrior. And, and fucking Hawk. And that was it. <laughs> I'm not sure if Hawk was meant to. No, but it, that, that was the only thing we will allow <laughs> is Hawk of the Legion of Doom to Hawk, no sell Cook, Same sort of sounding name, yeah. You know, but yeah, the moves he was no selling as well. They're like pole driver moves. Yeah. That he's selling, no, no selling, and you Sell know, shit. It, it's you, like, look, look. How many times have I said it? I said it early on when we started this whole damn thing. You know, we can't buy what you don't sell. And That's right. That statement thing will be truer than ever. You know, as wrestling continues, but I cannot. I cannot honestly believe that someone like Hook, you know, who, who's got a look about him, fine. You know, he's probably been training for a long, long time. How? Who knows? 
But you got to sell that shit. I find it hard to believe that he's 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 not finding those moves painful and it doesn't hurt and all that shit. Like, come on now. Yeah, but, but what uh, next is he gonna is he gonna hook up like Hulk up, but hook up? He's and, gonna hook up. Know, Start shaking his head if he gets a finishing move and shit. No, and just you know, snubbing his nose and that, you know, like that, all that shit. But it's just, it 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 looks stupid. It looks stupid. You you know, and he's he's a newcomer as well, and he's not a meat lord. He's not some massive, huge, muscly guy that can be no selling because he's um you know doesn't feel pain or you know he's he's, he's not, not an been, ICO pro winner. He's not an ICO pro winner. He's not been on any cycles. You know, he's um. <laughs> You know, he's just a scrawny kid, you know, and, yeah, um, and he is. He's a scrawny kid. Um, and people have come out and said it. People have said, you know, even... It, all right, it was Disco Inferno that said it, so everyone's come out and fucking... All the AEW fans have come out and jumped on him and attacked him and all that. But <clears throat> is he lying? You know, tell me the lie, bruv. He's, he's, he said he's a, he's a green kid. He's a scrawny green kid. Yeah. And you're having him out here, no selling moves from someone who's almost double his size. Where are you going with that, bro? But again, people are lapping it up, bro. They're lapping it up. This demographic it's a weird, is... a weird section of, of, you know, even a smaller section of the original AEW fan base that are lapping that up and cheering every last move, which is fine. You know, he's over. That's great. He's over. But like... Why is he over, though? Not sure. That's what I'm trying to say. Why is he over? What he's over he... before he stepped foot in the ring. Exactly. Because... Which is fine. Yeah. It's all good. Like, if you can get yourself over without laying, laying a single hand on anyone, you know, you're all right by me. That's great. Has he said anything? No, he's offered people sweets or something. He's a sweetie man. He's a sweetie man. Well, he's giving people Werther's Originals, nonce nuggets. Yeah. I'm not sure if they were Werther's Originals, <laughs> but I'm sure he was handing out, like, he, like, every now and again, he'd offer someone a sweet or something. I don't know. Like He's offering people sweets. Has he, got, has he got puppies in his car? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's one of those, like, I mean, I'm... Like I said, someone can come out and be over by not doing anything. Like you, you I mean, that's you're striking gold. But you've got to build on it, though, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to build it with something. I not, wouldn't necessarily have put him in matches where he's not selling. I would have wouldn't have even maybe put him in a match at all. Like just let him attack someone after one of his teammates wins a match, and put him in the Taz mission or whatever. Like just. You know, or show off his suplex skill. Bro, bro. Otherwise, my... otherwise, he's going to end up on dark. He's going to end up on elevation, and no one's going to care about him in three months. Who, who was it? He was wrestling last, the big fella. Uh, yeah, I um, can't remember his name now. It's escaped me off the top of my. But head. the the big fella, he had in the uh, transmission, bro. He couldn't even link his arms. He couldn't even link his hands because the guy was so big. Mm. Okay, and he couldn't get his legs all the way around him and hook his legs together when he had the transmission on. So you had him beating. Like I say, I, 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 I get you're trying to push. You're trying to push him. They're clearly trying to push him, but having him no selling moves and having him breeze over people that are almost double his size, 
what are you trying to what yeah. are you trying to sell to people? Because we ain't buying it. What are you trying to sell? You know, you're not. It doesn't make no sense. That no. You know, we'll see how it goes. But Hook, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sold on that man. He's to me, he looks like a scrawny kid who should have really been ragdolled around. But because he's old man's Taz, you know. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. That's where it is. But it's Taz has obviously got some serious sway in the office. Of course he has, and that's fine because he's got Team Taz and all of that as well. And let's see where it goes. We'll see. Yeah. Um, have you got anything else to add to this? Uh, this, I mean, this quick jump really into anything. We didn't. We didn't plan this at all. So no, we just saw a load of fuckery going on this week. Um, I, I, I again. <laughs> I, I, but again, I'll tell you something I really enjoyed with AAW. Shall I? Go on. Let's finish on a fucking high note. Max Caster. Okay, I I love, I love his gimmick. I I love it, bro. Did you hear his rap? Dead lyrics, fam. Dead lyrics. Nah, bro. It was you know he's talking about you hang with Sting. You've got a daddy kink. Talking to um Darby Allen, and he was saying about you're just a little prick like the booster shot. Um, and also he said we're putting you away like Ghislaine Maxwell. You know what I mean? Mm. Coming with them lyrics, brother. Obviously, I could kill him in a freestyle rap battle. Let's not even get it twisted. Um, we may have a new theme tune as well, bro. I've got to chat to you on the sly about this. Okay. Um, because we're obviously any regular listeners to the show will know that we use the uh, RIP, the Owen Hart 8-bit theme. 8-bit, yes, 8-bit. Um, what did you think of the Owen Hart cup thing? I... I, I don't think it's 100% necessary. Uh, you know, I it's a nice thing. I It would have been a nicer if it was uh, it was called like the Owen Hart Breakout Award or something like that. I don't think you need to have an Owen Hart Cup with, you know, and calling it the Owen and everything like that. It's a little bit... Too much. A little bit, yeah, for me. Like it might, you know, that's just how I feel about it. It's not like a massive representation of a whole group of people. It's not. It's just sure. me. Yeah. And I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred entirely getting comfortable with it. I, 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 am with you on that. I'm not a hundred percent comfortable with it either. I, I don't know what kind of a place it comes from. As much so as I wouldn't be comfortable if they did it in WWE today either. But it seems it's to not me that something I, that I would enjoy. That AEW are doing it as kind of a fingers up, two fingers up to WWE kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't um, and that's why it's like when you've got other um um you know wrestling content creators doing, you know, wrestlers that have died in 2021 video. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I remember seeing that. I think I pointed out to you. You did no, but there's more. There's other people that are doing them as well. If you're doing that for for clicks and for for hits and for video like for hours watched and all that shit on YouTube, like you need to you need to pack it in. Like that's 
it's grim, it's dirty, it's horrible. Ambulance chasers, bruv. That's what they are. Yeah. Ambulance chasers, like, you know? Anything you know, for clicks in this world. If you yeah, the the minute you start using that shit as you know your as your hook, as you know, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, you need to think about it because that's that's dirty. Uh, it's not cool for me, and you'll yeah. never see that on our channel ever. No, man, we we we're not cashing in on people dying. Um, you know, we will obviously say a little bit like we said, you know, before Jimmy Rave, rest in peace, Jimmy Rave, and we had, mm-hmm. you know, we always mention when uh, you know people pass away, and we also, you know, we thank them for what they've done in the business and everything like that, but. Yeah, we don't go that far. Um, yeah, unnecessary horse mad. shit. Mm. And um, yeah, I didn't like it when I saw it. And I, I obviously I showed you, and you didn't like it either. So no, and but I've seen more from a, a very. I've seen one from a very popular, um, uh, a, a very popular channel that makes wrestling content. If that makes any. Oh yeah, well <laughs> yeah. It, it, anything for the clicks man like that's yeah, baby. that's one of them so yeah so cool. yeah have you got anything to add any good shit uh no no not really good shit i mean you know christmas came and went so you know we, we all got christmas related things or like or gifts or wonderful gifts one of the one of them indeed was this i don't know if you can see that that's the uh Story of the development of the NWA TNA a new concept in pay-per-view programming by Jerry W. Jarrett. That's J A R R E T. That was a gift from Mrs. JB, and I I cannot wait to get stuck into that. Um, my mum, bless her, you know JB's mum, jumped in and got me a ton of t-shirts, wrestling rated t-shirts, including this one right here. Lovely. Chris, can I get an impression real quick? The Macho Man, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and yeah, so, it's just, yeah. Um, what about yourself? Me, uh, wrestling stuff. Uh, my sister got me a nice t shirt that has got like um, an Ultimate Warrior, a picture of the Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy oh, on the nice. front of it. Um, very cool. I've still got the buddy upstairs. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, I think I bought myself um more wrestling stuff oh, as a present rather than uh, anyone buying me stuff i'll tell you what i did spoiling himself I, I always spoil myself mate i bought that for my games cube legends of wrestling on the GameCube. Oh, boy what a oh. i mean i've got yeah. it for pretty much every platform i've got it on ps2 i've got it on i had it on the Xbox. ps2 yeah it's, i've got and i saw it on the gamecube guess how, how many uh uk pounds that cost me i'm gonna say three £1.50. Wow, half half of my guess. Wow. Like a buck, you get me? Like a quid. Uh, £1.50. So <laughs> that, that is probably a, a good representation of the game in general, though, because the game's pretty poor. Oh, it's pretty bad. But, I mean, I enjoyed it, man. You you know, you've got people like, you know, Hulk Hogan, Bret the Hitman Hart, Jerry Lawler, Terry Funk, Road Warriors, Superfly, Rob Van Dam. Georgie Animal Steel, you know, you've got a load of people on there, man. It was really weird because they were like out of, you know, it, it, they were able contract to... and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was a weird time, wasn't it? Um, obviously, I still have this laying around for some reason. It's on the table right next to me. Um, yes, I was, bro. Out, I was swindled out of three 
of your English pounds by a, by a good friend, um, Dean. You know Dean, don't you? Yeah. Used to work in chips. Yeah, the uh, <coughs> chips. What a name for a computer for a computer game shop. Um, I, yeah. I think I I bought um, a WWE. I bought Warzone on the PS One the other day. I think wow. it was. I Warzone. think it was in cash converters for two ninety nine. <laughs> so I bought. Shout out to cash converters for the crack payday loans. Oh, the shame face payday loans. The you know what I mean. Taking in the PS5 <laughs> for them shame payday loans. But um, yeah, man. Right, it's another for... phone shop reference for anyone that's listening. We can't you know help that. ourselves. You know that. But um, okay. <laughs> See, I love that show, man. But yeah, I mean, we you got to treat yourself every now and again. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, we will be back. Um, hopefully sooner than sooner than later. But we haven't planned anything. There is a wrestling show coming up in February. Uh, All Star are back at the Auburn Arena. We will be going to that. We will definitely be going to that. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's we haven't figured anything out, have we? No, I mean we we've like I say after this one, I've got to put out the um, the Revolution Pro UK J Cup that has to go out after this. Yeah. Um, it will probably be in fairly quick succession um, after this one. Um, within about a, you know so in the next week you're going to get two episodes how about that yeah I think, um, but, but it, was, it was the rev pro that won't be going on youtube though is that right no the rev pro is going on youtube okay um it was we had we did the all-star show yeah but that didn't go on to the podcast platforms because there was a lot oh of, that's right yeah of video There's footage video, on there yeah. um so yeah, no, the Rev Pro one will be will be on all platforms as per. Um, it was quite a good review, I think we did of that. We, yeah, we, nice. we yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, we got to watch some good wrestling. So obviously, yeah, I mean, but obviously, I'll, anyone that's listening, um, if there's a show you think we might enjoy or might really hate, we'll watch it. Let us know. Well, you know, we we haven't done a show review for a little while. We haven't. Yeah, you know, we always we get caught up every time we plan to do one, we end up interviewing or yeah, talking about stuff like this. So I mean, I've got a huge amount of VHSs still. I mean, when we did when we started the podcast, I would watch the VHS version of something and JB would watch it on the network. You know, so right next to me. That's it. So I but I'd really like to get into yeah, bro. Nice. I've got a TNA one. I've got a video player up in my bedroom with my TV, and I've got one in here in this room here. And I've got a, a TNA show uh, that I want to watch that I taped off Bravo, um, taped off the telly. But I'd like to do ECW. I'd like to. I've got a load of ECW VHSs. So yeah. if they've got a load that they're putting up on the network, I, I wouldn't mind delving into an ECW because. You know, a lot of people are talking about GCW having ECW vibes and all this kind of stuff. But who knows? Like Iron Brew, you can't beat the original. Um, so this is you product placement like really a bitch. Can't. Anyone from Iron Brew, we're going to tag you in the tweet 
when we post this on we love a could, few bottles yeah bruv if you can sponsor us because i've just done my bollocks in b&m bargains buying this today <laughs> right so if you can if we can get a sponsorship from iron brew 1901 iron brew can, expect a message shortly bro expect a message even if we're going to tweet it tonight that we've just recorded an episode and we'll tag iron brew and say look you get heavy heavily promoted in this video send me and jb a couple of crates each bro <laughs> you know what i mean we'll be sipping on this all day long and we will happily push your product like we do with zenpop.jp and we have that giveaway coming up soon JB. that's right so let's let's just let's wrap it up let's say thank you to everyone who listened watched enjoyed chatted along jumped on the socials you know throughout 2021 stick around for 2022 because we're gonna have some more fun we're gonna keep chatting shit we're gonna keep doing what we do you know you know what to do by now it's you know slap chris's bell all over the place slap the bell subscribe like we're on, we're on a big we're on a big 700 number on subscribers we could do with a few more we again we want to get up to that number of 1000 we need to get up there because we don't want your money we've got no patreon we've got no paywall we're not going down that, that going down that road um, we, but we want YouTube's money. We want to be able to slap a couple of ads that you can fucking skip on these videos to help Uncle Chris and Uncle JB. Well, we call ourselves Spunkles, isn't it? Not uncles. Spunk. <laughs> um, so, you know, just help us get up to a thousand subscribers. Yeah, 700 is an amazing number anyway, but love it. You no, know, let's, let's keep pushing. Let's let's you know, if you if you if you just listen along or watch along, just hit that subscribe. You don't have to hit the notifications. No one likes them. No one likes them. Just slap the bell. Yeah. Just slap the bell. If you are listening on Apple, by all means give us that five-star review as well. You know, those are apparently quite important. I didn't know. No, um, I, I I mean I was unaware, but we're you know, we're on Podbean, Spotify, Deezer, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on fucking every podcast platform imaginable. So please like, subscribe, share, download. We're, we're, we're over 3,000 downloads or whatever at the moment. You know, thank you very much for that. We love it. We, yeah, um, we, we couldn't appreciate it more. Like, you know, and which is why we're going to start doing these things like giveaways, like an, an right. actual giveaway, not one we've talked about for ages and hasn't got, got off the ground yet. This is a real life sort of giveaway that, you know, Zenpop are getting involved in. And that's we right. cannot thank them enough either. So $5 off your next order. Use the code Grapple. Link, link in the description. Absolutely, yeah. You'll find the link down down there. Um, down where? <laughs> down there. Um, and yeah, you'll you know get yourself some sweet Japanese stuff and get five bucks off. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't. You know, what more can we say apart from thank you? We love you. Stay safe. Stay chill. Have a great start to twenty twenty two. IBJB. Next to me is the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts. I say it most times. I, you know, I say it again today. <laughs> Chris, thank you. Let's let's get at it. Let's do 2022 the right way. Cheers, brother. All thank you very good. much, everyone. Take care. Peace.